listeners, we hope you're ready for your next challenge and we have an interesting one for you to try out this week. So in case you haven't been listening to our challenges, a Yo Manage challenge is a simple thing that you can do in the next seven days to up your management game. So we try to you know, take some of the learnings we have from our interview episodes and we try to find something which you can achieve in the next week, something bite-sized so that you can immediately start upping your management game. So for this week, we challenge you to introduce asynchronous elements into your current team processes and workflows. So imagine your team member, they took a day off, they just can't attend a certain meeting or they happen to be working in a different time zone. Maybe they schedule a doctor's appointment to get their vaccine shot. For whatever reason, they just can't be there. So what can you do to introduce asynchronous elements so that they can still be included and not feel like they missed out on an important meeting or important decisions that are made? Yeah, exactly. This really speaks to what the CEO of Remote Yope talked about in the interview episode um, previous to this one, all about remote working. And, you know, he really talks about how you need to make that intentional effort to make sure that people who are in different time zones, people who can't make something, are able to participate fully, get all the information, communicate, share in decision making. And ultimately, hopefully, whether you're a remote working company or not, introduce more of that flexibility and freedom to your workplace. Whereas right now, um, that's definitely something I, I'm worried about. Like if I take the day off, like what important decisions, what important meetings am I going to miss? Yeah, and for me, I always schedule my vacation days now around around my meetings. Like, oh, I can't take Fridays off. There's this important meeting I have to attend. Um, and, and, you know, it shouldn't be like that, right? So it can be scary to try to change all your ways of working, but the challenge this week is simple. Just look at your calendar for the coming week and look for one thing that you can make asynchronous or at least make portions of it asynchronous. So just to give you a bit of inspiration, there's different types of ways that you can make things more asynchronous. So I'll start by talking about something that you talked about in the interview episode, which is if you're having lots of meetings, you're probably doing it wrong. There are definitely meetings that can become asynchronous. Some of them may maybe really work best synchronous, but look at a meeting you have upcoming on the calendar. For example, if you've got status meetings, maybe they don't need to be provided. People don't need to be updating their status information with each other in a synchronous way. So actually, Jenny and I were just talking about this before recording, and both of us have recently tried um, replacing some status meetings with Slack signups, where different team members just update their what they're working on, what's coming up, what blockers they might have on Slack instead, and you all have the visibility to that, but you don't need to be in the same room at the same time. And also, you know, if you happen to miss the meeting, all that information is there for you in Slack. Or you might have other types of meetings which you know can't be fully asynchronous, but you can look at it and think. You know, what are all the agenda items and how can I break down um, the parts that really we don't need to be in a room for and I can free up everyone's calendar time and give them more flexibility if I can remove those elements. So I think of, say, a decision-making meeting, maybe you really feel like everyone needs to be in a room to finalize that decision. But before you make that decision, often the meeting has different components. Like you all sit down to understand a problem together. Maybe someone presents it, maybe you discuss it together. Um, and then maybe there's a stage where people are sharing their opinions or their insights. And then maybe there's discussion and decision-making. And maybe you can move some of those parts, like sharing an understanding of the problem, sh- initial sharing of opinion to a doc, to some sort of email thread. And that way, even if someone can't make that final meeting, um, they're able to contribute to the conversation and they're able to have their opinion heard. And maybe even that decision-making meeting can be an s- even smaller group than you originally planned for. Another way that 
I help some more support my team so that they can contribute to meetings, even when they're not there, is during our sprint planning. Um, so we do sprint planning every two weeks. And once in a while, there's a team member that can attend. What they can do is they will just do a voice recording of their particular story so that on the day of, we just play the recordings and all that. So everyone still uh, can move forward. It's not just because one person can't be there. We don't get the updates on what they're doing. Yeah. And a person doesn't feel left out. And last but not least, there are lots of things that are not formally meetings, but there are ways that we communicate and we share information. And we want to make sure that everyone on the team is still, you know, included. They still have access to that information. So it could be as simple as, you know, all in the office. I don't know if all of you are, but, you know, one way that information is shared when a new team member joins is maybe you walk them around the office and introduce them to everyone. And if someone just doesn't happen to be in that day or they happen to be in a meeting at that time, you might miss that. And that's definitely something I've experienced before when I was working in office and then I had to kind of um, awkwardly find my way to introduce myself to that person. Um, so, you know, one thing that other companies have done, I've seen is they have a new team member record a little introduction video and that's shared across. So you kind of get that in-person hello introduction, but it's a video form instead. So um, people who are remote, people who are out of the office that day are still able to get that introduction. Or maybe it's as simple as a really informal communication, like you're leaning over to ask someone a question um, at the desk next to you, or maybe you're DMing someone. And think about, is this information something that actually would be valuable if it was shared more widely? Is it more valuable if people are able to search for that information in the future? So in that case, maybe you should bring that question to the larger team through a, a group thread on, on Slack or through email or some other way that suits your company's communication style. But most importantly, thinking about you know something that's happening synchronously and directly, how do you pull that out and think, how do I make this more transparent if needed? How do I share that information more widely? So we hope we gave you some good ideas on how you can work better asynchronously, um, either replacing meetings, allowing ways for people to just participate, even if they're not there, or just being more open and transparent in terms of questions you want to ask and having, the, having those conversations in a way where everyone has access to them. So that's your challenge for this week. So try one of these things. Let us know um, how it goes. If you struggle with it a bit or um, you actually, it really worked and it's something that you want to continue to do for your team. And if you like even more inspiration for how you might introduce more asynchronous elements to your work, there's two great guides that I would recommend. One is GitLab's Guide to Embracing Asynchronous Communication and Dropbox's Guide to um, Having a Virtual First Toolkit. So we'll link to those in our show notes and on our um, website, youllmanage.com. So visit that for um, those links and even more information about how you can introduce more asynchronous elements um, to your workplace, whether you're working remotely or not. Um, I think it's a great way to make sure that your company is more flexible and your calendars are more free. Thanks for listening. We hope you have fun with this week's challenge. Share it with your family and friends and colleagues even. It's a really interesting one to try out. Yeah, and definitely I think this is a great episode to share with some colleagues because making a more asynchronous workplace is something that, you know, you'll have to work on together often, right? Maybe um, it's a meeting that you regularly have with some colleagues and together you can think about how to make it more asynchronous, make it more remote friendly. Yeah. And if you like this episode, please leave us a wonderful review in Apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks a lot. See you next time. 